Let's get right into the Word of God this morning. The title of this morning's message is Truth in Uncertain Times. We're living in very uncertain times. Everywhere I turn on the news, on social media, everyone is talking about this coronavirus. Fears are rising all around the world. People who have never felt anxious before are suddenly weighed down with worry and are not sure what to do next. Schools are closed, travel is banned, events canceled. People are stockpiling hand sanitizer and toilet paper. I understand the hand sanitizer, but toilet paper? People do unpredictable things when they're motivated by fear and uncertainty. In these uncertain times, the Bible assures us that there are some truths that we can know for certain. The early church was no stranger to plagues, epidemics, and mass hysteria. They experienced their fair share of uncertainty and even panic. So in 1 John chapter 5, the Apostle John directs believers' attention to five truths that we can be certain of even in uncertain times. Five truths that cannot be denied and will never change. And given the current climate of fear and uncertainty, I thought today would be a good day to focus on the things that we can be sure of. If you have a Bible or an app on your phone, please feel free to follow along with us. First John chapter 5, verse 13 through 20, and we're going to go through a lot of uh, different versions of the Bible here to get our message across. But he tells us we can be certain about our promise. John begins by saying, First John chapter 5, verse 13, reading from the New Living Translation, I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know you have eternal life. As believers in Jesus Christ, we can know that we have eternal life. God has gone on record in his word as offering eternal life to everyone who believes in Jesus Christ. This is God's promise, and we can count on God's promises. Listen to just a few verses in the Bible that assures us of eternal life. John chapter 3 verse 36, he who believes in the Son has life. John chapter 5 verse 24, truly I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. See, life is full of letdowns and empty promises, but eternal life with Jesus won't be one of them. So how do we know that Jesus even knows what he's talking about? Well, because he's been there. Jesus has been to the grave. Heart silent and lungs vacant, body wrapped and grave sealed. But then something miraculous happened. He arose from the grave. And the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 4, reading from the message version, because Jesus was raised from the dead, we've been given a brand new life and have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. In times of confusion, in times of fear in times of uncertainty the first truth that we can be certain of is God's promise of eternal life John goes on to tell us that we can also be certain of our prayers in the next verse reading from the NIV it says this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have what we have asked of him. In other words, our prayers will be answered. He has heard us when we pray according to his will. The second truth we can be sure of is that God hears and answers our prayers. 
Now more than ever, Christians ought to be responding not in panic, but in prayer. And we have so much to pray about. We need to pray for our medical leaders, our doctors, our nurses, our EMTs. We need to pray for decision makers. We need to pray for governments around the world. We need to pray for the people who are already afflicted by the virus. We need to pray for those who are especially vulnerable, the elderly, those who are already sick, and those who have immune deficiencies. In uncertain times, it is so essential that Christians choose prayer over panic. And when we pray, we can be certain that God is listening. We know that he hears us. I want to encourage you, make the prayers found in God's word your own. Pray God's promises back to him. By using the scripture as the basis for your prayer life, you'll be sure to pray in a way that honors God, and then you can know that his answer will be yes. We can be certain about our promise. We can be certain about our prayers. And third, we can be certain about our protection. 1 John chapter 5, verse 18 says, We know that those who have been born from God don't go on sinning. Rather, the Son of God protects them. And the evil one can't harm them. Now, John isn't saying that Christians don't sin. In, in fact, in the first chapter, he says that anyone who claims not to sin is a liar. We fall short like everyone else. You don't have to be a Christian that long to figure that out. Rather, what he's saying is that as Christians, we have a protector keeping us safe. And again, John's not suggesting that Jesus always protects us or shields us from physical harm or illness, financial ruin, relational problems. But he's saying Jesus shields us from spiritual harm, from the evil one. The Bible tells us that we have an enemy called Satan or the devil. Throughout scripture, the devil is portrayed as a deadly serpent, a ferocious lion. And he first appears in the form of a serpent in the Garden of Eden where he repeatedly tempts Eve to eat the forbidden fruit. He convinced her to break the one and only thing that God instituted that gave them to protect them by making the fruit look and sound so tempting. And that's what Satan does. He uses every means at his disposal to lure believers into sin in hopes of sabotaging their salvation. And the truth is sometimes we fall for his schemes and we do sin. But John is assuring us Jesus is bigger and stronger than Satan. He has got our backs. In fact, there is nothing that Satan can do to tear us from the hand of God. Uh, and I love how the King James Version puts that there is no one that can pluck us from the hand of God. When we put our faith in Jesus, he washes all our sins, past, present, and future. And we're safe from whatever Satan throws at us, no matter what temptations or trials come our way. We can know for certain Jesus has our back. He's looking out for us. He will protect us from Satan's spiritual assaults. Christ has set us free from sin and Satan. So even though we still mess up, the ultimate victory is ours through Jesus. The next thing that we can be certain is about our place. First John chapter 5, verse 19, New Living Translation. We know that we are children of God. You hold 
a precious position, a precious place in God's eternal family. Isn't that incredible that God wants a family and he's created you to be a part of it? The Bible is the story of God building a family who will love, honor him, and reign with him forever. The Bible says in Ephesians 1.5, because of his love, God had already decided to make us his own children through Jesus Christ. That was what he wanted and what pleased him. When we place our faith in Jesus, God becomes our father. We become his children. Other believers become our brothers and sisters. And the church becomes our spiritual family. Christians aren't just called to believe. We're also called to belong to the family of God. We're not meant to live like lone rangers. Rather, we're called and created to communion and community. Being a part of God's family is all about togetherness. Laughing together and crying together and dreaming together. In fact, the Bible says that Christians are put together. They're joined together. They're built together. Members together. Heirs together. Fitted together. Held together. And will be caught up together to meet with the Lord Jesus in the clouds one day. There's a lot of togetherness in God's family. And I think especially in times like this when you're supposed to isolate yourself, quarantine yourself, and avoid social gathering, it's easy to feel lonely and cut off from others. But when you belong to God's family, you're never alone. See, our families on earth are wonderful gifts from God. But they're temporary and fragile, often broken by divorce, distance, growing old, and sometimes inevitably death. On the other hand, our spiritual family, our relationships with other believers will continue throughout eternity. And that's something that you can be sure of. Finally, John gives us this last truth that we can be certain of. That Jesus is and always will be our Prince of Peace. John closes his letter with these words, 1 John 5, 20. We know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we know the real God. We are in the one who is real, his son, Jesus Christ. This Jesus Christ is the real God and eternal life. The word translated true or real means the original as opposed to a copy. It's the authentic as opposed to an imitation. See, Jesus is the truth itself. He is the true life. He is the true bread, the Bible says. He is the true vine. He is the embodiment of truth. He is the original. Everything else out there is a copy. He is the authentic. Everything else out there is only an imitation. And Isaiah calls this Jesus that we worship, the Prince of Peace. When you know Jesus and you know that he loves you, you and you love him, you can experience peace that surpasses all understanding even in the midst of a global pandemic. Now, we are living in uncertain times. But the Bible has given us today some truths that have stood the test of time. Some things that we can know for certain in these difficult moments. So when you feel overwhelmed or worried or anxious... Remember these five certainties. Take refuge 
in them. You are a child of God. Jesus is the savior of your soul. You have power and authority in Jesus. Would you join me in prayer right now? I want to pray that if you don't know Jesus yet, I'd love to introduce you. He stands ready to receive you, to forgive you of your sins, to welcome you into his family and give you the gift of eternal life. If you're ready to come to Jesus, please let us know by going to risenkingchurch.com forward slash connect. And we'll be sure to get in contact with you. Would you pray with us? Father, I am a sinner. I acknowledge my sin and I recognize my need for a savior. Lord, clean my life. Forgive me of my sin. Enter into the throne room of my heart. I receive you as savior and Lord and king of my life. I dedicate myself to following you, to being a student of your word, to following your teachings. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. There's rejoicing in the kingdom of heaven right now that you have prayed that prayer in all sincerity. God bless you. Jesus loves you.